Court, the movie podcast and Twitch stream where Sean and Michael. <laughs> What's so funny? Okay, okay, we'll never get through an intro ever, will we? I opened a, I was trying to open the e- Gmail to get my notes and it, it totally took over the screen. So oh, like both of our faces disappeared. Oh, that's really scary. <laughs> Anyways, we should just read, let's just, food court. <laughs> Perfect. It's a movie podcast and we're on it. And we're, we watch shit, we talk shit, and most importantly, we eat shit. Though lately we don't eat shit, but that's uh-huh. fine. But we did, I did eat shit recently. Tell me more. Um, in life. <laughs> Within life itself. In life, but also, um, I've been trying it out. I, I, you know, we... <laughs> You drop so much out of your butt. It's like, well, I might as well pick it back up. <laughs> you do. Yeah. You've been eating actual yeah. excrement? <laughs> like pink flamingos? Yeah. Don't j- knock it till you try it, all right? I'm not knocking it. I support you. I love it. No, just <laughs> kidding. Know. That was just a joke, a gag for the podcast. Oh, okay. Thank goodness. <laughs> but I did eat something that you brought up on the show quite a while ago. Call back. Call back to whatever episode that was. Um, who, knows? <laughs> who knows? If you're a fan of the show, write in. Please tell us what episode Sean first brought up. The flaming hot pickle flavored Lay's a chips. Did you eat the cheat the the little pickle chips? <laughs> yes. Yes, because you sent a text and I had completely blocked them out of my mind, their existence. <laughs> um, and I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, I gotta try that. Went to the store. They only had the party size giant bag. I went. The only size you need to buy them in, man. Yeah, it was a sign. I think that, <laughs> I need to buy that size. The Lord was like, "You got to gain some weight, baby. You need, to get <laughs> you need all these pills." Um. Yeah. So that happened, and I like them. They're very spicy. I ate a bunch of them, probably more than I should have. Yes. <laughs> but it was like I didn't eat dinner, so I was like, well, "I'll just eat." Two bowls worth of these chips. Chips are dinner. <laughs> this are. is if you learn one thing from Food Court Movie Podcast, it is chips are Our dinner. Dinner. If you are hungry and you eat, <laughs> then it's a meal, mm-hmm. even if it's chips. Yeah. Um, we just to let you know before we get too deep into the nonsense, <laughs> mm-hmm. watched the Spike Lee film The Five Bloods. Yes, we did watch and, it. And um, we will talk about it. But first, before we talk about it, I must say this uh-huh. important thing. And yes. I usually say this at the end of the show, but I'm going to say it at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> if you like this show, and even if you hate it, but you listen to it just because, like, I don't know, you it makes you enraged to listen to us like like some people watch tucker carlson or something Mm -hmm. just to be pissed off maybe you do that with this show yeah would you tell all of your best friends about (laughs) this show please and most importantly your rich friends i mean the poor friends are fine (laughs) but they have less actual value but also less strategic value i mean like yeah are poor people just going to tell other poor people about us? And then what are they going to do? They can't listen to this. <laughs> yeah, thank you. They're not, we actually don't want them <laughs> <Yes>. in here, okay? <laughs> we have uh, a tax bracket that we want to hit. Yes. And if you are below it, you do not belong listening to this podcast. You don't qualify. And if you All have right. to ask how much, you can't afford it. Sorry, you can't afford to listen to this podcast. Yeah, whoops. 
So Sorry. tell your friends, tell all of your best friends, send them a personal text and say, <laughs> dear friend or acquaintance. Yes. I love Food Court Movie Podcast. Thank you so much. Oh, that would uh, be great. And it may be a hyperlink. Include a hyperlink. Ooh, so you know, you can just click over. Another way you could do it is if you have enemies that you despise. <sighs> yes. But they don't know it. Like you're you're pretending to be their friend or yes. something. Then you send them a lingo. You're going to love this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and that would be a good way to get them. Yeah. Then they hear it <laughs> and they love it. Uh-huh. But deep down, they get a sense like, I think that person hates me. Yeah. <laughs> right. I they love must. this podcast, but that's, they sent it to me because they hate me. <laughs> they absolutely must hate me. We watched The Five Bloods. Speaking of things we know. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> uh Spoiler alert, I think Michael hated this movie. Or maybe d- mildly disliked it? Mildly is a good way to put it. Mildly? That's we'll actually not bad. Yeah, considering. It's surprising, you know, for me. You <laughs> are, I don't, I don't think I'm speaking out of turn, a huge racist. So <laughs> a movie huge. like this, where there's like three white people, yeah, it was do not weird. like it. I got this weird feeling. I just didn't feel comfortable. (laughs) (laughs) You have like, you have like the generic racist feeling. (laughs) Like when racists talk about how like they were walking down the street and they saw a black guy and they got uncomfortable and like they grabbed their wallet. You have that feeling just when you're watching a movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, there's too many black people. <laughs> also, when I'm walking down the street and I get that feeling, I grab my cock. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do with it? I just go, oh, better hold on to this. <laughs> what if they steal my dick? Yeah, what if they take it away? <laughs> Don't take it away. Sell it on the uh, black market. Wait. <laughs> Miniature uh, penis. Immature. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Is it immature? Oh, miniature. I'm sorry. Oh, miniature. Immature is pretty Minotaur penis. Oh my gosh, I wish. Oh, we can Me dream. Too. <laughs> I wish I had a half human, half bull penis. That's my dream. It's oh, always been my dream since I, I was a wait. little minotaur boy. Yeah, a little boy. Mommy, when will I <laughs> Sweet mother of mine, may I have a word with thee? I would like... A half bull, Ugh. half human penis, my mother of mine. Mother of mine. Toy, toy, toy. Speaking of my Irish mother. Yeah, this movie Eating. needed more Ooh. people talking like that. That's true. <laughs> That'd be great if it's if it's the same actors, but yeah. they're all like, oh, we need we're, to get more gold. Yeah, we're the oh, fake actually is appropriate. <laughs> yeah. We're bought of gold. Oh, just Delroy Lindo. Yeah. Freaking huge. Having this beautiful. Vietnamese gold. <laughs> oh, we're stealing our gold back. Toy, 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 toy. Okay. Uh, here's a question I have. Are Go ahead. accents inherently racist? Like doing an impression? Because I more am laughing at the sound of it. Yes. Because it sounds so stupid. Like when people. Yes. <laughs> yes. But some people all are like, ra- oh. All accents, because we're. Americans sound silly to us. Yeah. <laughs> so anything, even I mean, I'm I grew up in the north. Yes, of, of America. Mm-hmm. So like even the southern accent, it's it's a silly accent. Hey, darn! You want to go down a day, darn? No, I actually had uh, an idea uh-huh. about a bit 
about this a million please, years ago. Please. We're never going to talk about this movie, but That's at some point fine. we will. At some point we will. Um, this is the bit, basically. Mm-hmm. I I go to this four way stop near to my near my house. It's uh-huh. like a, a what the New Yorkers would call a bodega. <laughs> yes, and um, it, and the dude in there, I this is just a guess. Someone told me he was from Iraq. He may not be from Iraq, but you he never is. Know. He is from somewhere in the Middle East. And when I go in there, he is doing. You know, he's talking. In his native tongue, whatever uh-huh. it may be. Sure. And it occurred to me at some point that, like, even if he was talking kind of vaguely Middle Eastern nonsense, uh-huh. I would have no clue. <laughs> if he was doing, like, gibberish, yeah. I'd be like, wow, your culture is so beautiful. It is so, yeah, I respect <laughs> your culture. Yeah, I'd do something like that. Some kind of, like, generic white person thing. Like, oh, it's so, oh. your mother tongue is so beautiful. <laughs> What are you speak? What are you saying? And he's just like yelling at his son to shut the fuck up or something. Oh, yeah. like, oh this is so beautiful. What are you saying? I love that. I love that. So they could sound like romantic and sweet, but they're yeah, yeah. just saying the worst yeah. possible thing. You fucking bitch. I'm going to come home and I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Oh. Your oh. culture is. Mm. Oh, so sweet. Almost said spicy. <laughs> so sweet spicy. And spicy. <laughs> it's very sweet and spicy. Well, the five bloods. Yes, yeah, so you talked about mother tongue. I want to talk about brother tongue. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I want to talk about that too. Um I'll do the plot. Please. <laughs> These fine fellows five, served in Vietnam. Four. Five dudes. Is it five? Five, five. become four because one dies. Um <laughs> And they, there's tons of spoilers in this. Yes. Um, And they are going back to Vietnam because when they were Mm -hmm. first in Vietnam, they found a bunch of gold. Yeah. And they buried it. There was some kind of war going on or something? Yes. There was the (laughs) Korean War (laughs) happening in Vietnam. Yeah. Blood over. Yeah. (laughs) They're like, well, what the hell? And so they got the gold, but they bury it with. Mm Or near their friend who has died. Yes. A guy named Storm and Norman, played Storm and Norman. by the late, mm-hmm. great Chadwick Boseman. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have to say, I mean, I'm I don't consider myself like the world's biggest Chadwick Boseman fan. Yeah. <laughs> but there's something about like them showing his picture mm. and like he's sort of he's already a ghost in this movie. Yeah. For the whole thing. But the fact that he is so recently dead really kind of makes it powerful. Like, it's yeah. haunting. The moment they show the picture, I was just like, felt a little choked up. Like, oh, that's sad. Like, just some yeah. young dude dying. It's just sad. Man. I mean, his character yeah. is a young dude dying. And his real life person is a <laughs> young dude dying. Yeah. <laughs> just like, <laughs> levels crazy. of sadness is rough. Oh, yeah. But- there was some weight to it. And it made it. It grounded it more because they've shown all these other like historical pictures, and then yes. you're like, "Oh shit!" Like, this is yeah. real, yeah. <laughs> sweet, sweet Chadwick. Mm. Uh, but they're back in Vietnam to get their gold and also <laughs> yep. to get his body that they buried uh, so long ago. <laughs> and um, they are played by all the all the big heavy hitters: Delroy, Lindo, mm-hmm. Mark Peters, mm-hmm. Norm Lewis, and Isaiah Whitlock Jr. played the Four Bloods, <laughs> and Jonathan Majors plays their son. Yes, he does. Uh, and basically from there, it is just a long, <laughs> fucked up journey to get the gold and to desperately try to get the gold out. Yes. And almost everything goes wrong. 
Uh, people get shot. Oh, somebody steps on a mine. Uh, a whole bunch of crazy ass shit happens. It gets re- really uh, rough. Sometimes um, they cut <laughs> to old school footage of things happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes they it, <laughs> spike in all movies is like weird and heavy handed. And in this, of course, he is also weird and heavy handed. Mm-hmm. But it's it's for me. And I'm I'm going to be the positive one, I'm guessing. Uh, (laughs) For me, the thing I love about Spike Lee movies, and I've seen not that many, but like 10. Yeah, um, that's a lot. Is that he swings for the fucking fences. That's yeah. I mean, he is like, (laughs) I'm going to go all in on the music. I'm going to go all in on the performances. There's going to be four or five different aspect ratios. We're shooting on film. We're shooting on <laughs> we're getting digital. Wild. We're it's wide. It's kind of not wide. We're doing all of the shit. All of it. He goes all the way the fuck in, which I admire too. I think that is very got to respect it. You got yeah. They went well, for it in this for sure. He goes balls out. You're at no point in the movie, even if you dislike the movie, are you like ah? Eh, they're kind of tiptoeing around this movie it's like nah man they're all the way in this movie well they're they're trying all the things there was some tiptoeing around with the mines because you want to be careful not to step on those also um i've got an alert from the chat okay good friend former host (laughs) john burr is in the chat he is he's saying he's haunting us like a ghost but we all know that's not true no he's not dead he's not dead John, (laughs) I'm actually sort of glad that, I mean, I love John, but I'm sort of (laughs) glad that he isn't here because he does not like this movie very much and it makes me uncomfortable for a white person to not like this movie. I feel like it's one of those things where it's like, you should just just say you like it, even if you don't like it. You don't want to get us in trouble. It goes both ways, though, because when I went to see Django, and you and I may have seen it together, this white lady was like, oh my god, I love it, it's so good. I was like, Mm. maybe you shouldn't like this movie that much. Yeah, I have to pretend that I don't like that movie, even though I think it's amazing. Hell yeah. <laughs> but, okay, so um, yes. eventually they get back and they have the gold, but most of them don't survive, sadly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and that's they, basically the plot. Yeah, that's basically that's it. That's all you need to know. There's What's a lot of sad impor- stuff. Oh. There's so a much lot sad of sad stuff. stuff. Michael, there's so much sad stuff. <laughs> We're going to talk about it all mm-hmm. first. We have to talk about our euros. Yes, we uh, do. Our beef lamb euro, our very favorite part of the picture. Do you have one locked and loaded, or shall I go? Um, I have an early one, but we can go back and forth. I have a f- yes. I have a few in here. I'm gonna have. I, I'm not gonna. Be, I'm gonna be completely transparent. I did not open up the notes as I usually do because it kept jumping in the way of the stream. <laughs> so yeah. I it's stuck on my phone. So I'm gonna be scrolling a lot. I'm not. I'm not playing games on my phone. I'm looking for amazing nerds. if you were. Yeah. Uh, what What are we talking about? <laughs> it's just two of us and one of us is playing a game. You can hear it. Like, <laughs> I did buy Mario Sunshine today. Uh, what is Mario Sunshine? Okay, so, okay, this is not a part of the this podcast. This is not at all Whoops. the Five Bloods. Yeah, here's Michael's gamer report. <laughs> 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 I am on Twitch as Mampy Hikes if you ever want to watch a dummy play games. Yeah. Um, so, uh, it's a it's an old game that came up for the GameCube where you like literally just like clean up this island with all this like ink that these <laughs> octopuses are shooting at. Sure. It's really goofy, but it 
has a special place in my heart. So it's like, I got to get it. But now I got to find a way to stream it to my computer because I didn't think about that. <laughs> but I'll figure it out. I it's going to work out. And I believe in you. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I don't even remember why I brought that up. but Because you were going to talk about your favorite part of the movie. Yes. One of my <laughs> early favorite parts is that when they first run into each other, the four bloods that are left, the cowboy type the one who owns the car yes he just goes god damn (laughs) and i love the idea of just screaming that in a hotel lobby from from like a hundred yards away he's like way across the room (laughs) just screaming at his friend it's amazing that's the kind of love that that the bloods have and it establishes that early so that Mm -hmm. was one of my heroes what about you sean I think a cool thing about that and about the movie in general is that mm-hmm. it could be a kind of trudging, miserable <laughs> movie because yeah. it's about people in Vietnam, which was a miserable thing. Very. And it's about people who are back into Vietnam remembering their <laughs> dead friend, which is also miserable. And it's about people who are getting old and their bodies are failing them, which is yeah. miserable. Very miserable. It's about PTSD, which is miserable. Mm-hmm. It's about like... Uh, father-son relationships that are kind of tense at the very least yeah which is rough but it manages to be (laughs) at least like 13 percent light like there is enough of them being funny that it is not just miserable well i would say the first half yes then it just (laughs) sinks into depressing horrific it gets pretty rough (laughs) though there's still uh what is his name Hauser what is his what Hauser. is his full name who is Hauser the guy know. who was uh um <laughs> oh god I'm looking him up oh no where is his fucking this is Paul Walter Hauser Paul <laughs> well that's a crazy the name. the overweight gentleman who played Richard Jewell mm, I, you don't remember the I didn't one notice of the any three white people uh <laughs> no? big, maybe big boned <laughs> big extra the, yeah the big boy. <laughs> Uh, he's he is always silly i wondered where he i wondered where i'd seen him i was like he looks so familiar yeah and not in that way that like everybody looks kind of familiar because they're human but yes (laughs) he's also in um in uh the last one black klansman he plays one of the dim-witted uh (laughs) racist i could see that for him he's really good as a (laughs) dim-witted racist He's also in um, that really good Key and Peele sketch where the guy uh-huh. is burned and he wants to get made oh. fun of at the comedy club. He's yeah. in that one too. I love that bit. And I can make, I can laugh at that bit because I have a leg that's messed up. So. Oh, that's. <laughs> well, I can laugh at it because I want set a man on fire. Yeah. <laughs> so I, think, I think that allows me to move. My hero. I've got like 10, but my main. Euro mm. is music in general. Oh yeah, and it is often my main Euro because I <laughs> I don't think of new things. I only have I'm very simple minded. Yes. But in this case, one Terrence Blanchard's score is gorgeous. Mm. And it's gorgeous, it is gorgeous. <laughs> yes, and it is kind of noble. These kind of powerful horns, mm. and it is very nakedly emotional yeah that's in the in the emotional moments it just goes we're gonna we're gonna just pull out all the stops (laughs) we're really gonna tug on the heartstrings 
we are going to make this as emotional as possible. And I love that. Yeah. And I have to say, sometimes stuff like that can edge on cheesy, but yes. it, it does work in this movie. And lately in my life, I've been incredibly emotional, like this smoothless thing. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> so it really worked. In this yes, <laughs> it totally works for me. And also, in addition to that, the just the musical choices in general, it's a lot of Marvin Gaye, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of moments where the music is just perfect. There are two that I really love. Yeah. There's one part where they have first arrived out, and they're like walking out in Vietnam trying to find mm-hmm. the spot, and they're all singing the Marvin Gaye song, What's Happening, Brother? Yeah. And they all sing it together. And That's sweet. It's just really, really good. Yeah, and it's beautiful. Yeah, it's so cool. Like they're, it is playing over the soundtrack, but they are also singing to it. Yeah, singing together, and the song's so beautiful, and that's just wonderful. And there is like a similar moment Mm -hmm. where um, they start playing the vocal only version of what's going on. Yeah, that was beautiful, and it's just Marvin, and it's so gorgeous. Yeah, that hit my soul. I was like, oh my god. (sighs) Man. Intense. And there's also another moment. This is the third. Did I say two? I mean three. Um, (laughs) When they first unearthed um, uh, Storm Norman's body, his skeleton. Oh, my gosh. And they're playing. I sadly do not know which song it is, but there's a Marvin Gaye Mm -hmm. song. And the saxophone's really beautiful. And he's singing real pretty. Mm -hmm. And it's just kind of there, sitting there. And, like, they are like holding hands like they yeah. put, put their hands on top of each other's hands and um delroy is pretty awesome throughout yeah he's great but delroy is like talking to um storm and norman and he's like sort of praying for him and he's like we're bringing you back and he's kind of breaking up and yeah man it is good i will tell you what Tell when me. they start digging up the bones, it really got me. Like the desperation in like yes. did we find him really yeah. got me. But I have to say, this Uh-oh. is where we disagree. Say it. There are parts where like they get they really nail it. And then like uh, oh that's crazy. <laughs> I do not feel comfortable saying this anymore <laughs> with him. Say it. <laughs> For those listening, Sean held up a green bottle so the green screen showed the actor's face and it's very intense. Anyway, he's got the actor behind him, the actor I'm speaking of. Yeah, um, uh, and <laughs> I think it was like super emotional and I was like so invested. And then the speech kind of like sometimes it just got a little heavy handed. Yeah. I think a lot of times in this movie it just yes. goes a little too and you're like, this is so important for people to hear, but the way it's being told is a bit just like sloppy or something and i'm like sure that's kind of made this moment kind of cheap because it was like really beautiful Mm -hmm. so that kind of i'm i was on board with you for half of the euro yes and then i put it down and said i can't eat anymore (laughs) i'm not eating this shit (laughs) (laughs) i will say as a direct counterpoint to what you're saying for me Mm -hmm. like that's part of the thing about Spike that I like. And I mean, this the swinging for the fence is part that I already <laughs> discussed. Like, the the fact that he is just, like, kind of, this is nakedly, insanely emotional. And he's yeah. just, like, talking. <laughs> he's like, we're going to take you home. And he's sad. And, like, even later, another Euro, probably the, like, most balls out, mm-hmm. insane part of the movie when Delroy is, like, walking 
Uh, he has abandoned his family. <laughs> like he's abandoned his son and his entire group of friends. And he's like, they're not going to get me. Cancer's oh, yeah. not going to kill me. He's like looking straight into the camera the whole yeah. time for a long ass speech. Like that shit I, I think, love, but yeah. it is insane. Like it's, it's crazy <laughs> to have like a two or three minute scene of someone walking through the woods really close to their face, especially since it's a movie that's full of long shots yeah. and medium shots of like four or mm-hmm. five people standing in a group. And then suddenly for a really long time, we've got this long ass shot of Delroy Lindo. <laughs> it's close as fuck to his face. The, yeah. the focus is really, I've, as I watched that, I was just feeling so sad for the focus Abs- puller. Yeah. Because he must have been in a hell. Nightmare, yeah. <laughs> just every moment. Because the camera is not always... He, Delroy is moving closer and further away from the camera. He's walking. Yeah. He's stopping. He's walking again. And they did not feel like they could have really rehearsed it. Because there's so much where he just like chooses to slice a branch or something. Yes. And you're like, who knows what's going to happen? Yeah. But, yeah. And memorizing that. Holy crap. Oh, like, my God. That's a feat. Like, he, that part. Like, there were sometimes in this and it might have been more writing where I was like, oh, I don't know about his character, yes. but like that performance, that part, especially I was like, Oh my gosh, that he sold it. That was really yes. good. There, I mean, there are so many moments in this where they are, they are on the nose. Mm-hmm. They're extremely on the nose <laughs> yeah. where he's like, Oh, we got to build a wall and keep the Mexicans yeah. out thing. And where you're like, Okay, we Trump is bad, and he's yeah, we get yeah, it, we get it. But I sort of, I mean, I kind of like, mm-hmm. mm, I, I I like parts of that. That yeah, that yeah. is pretty heavy handed, and but I like <laughs> the fact that he is at least for me, in some ways, the least likable character. Absolutely, or in many ways, the least likable <laughs> yeah. character because he's kind of an asshole. He abandons his family. Like he does all the bad things that you don't want a person to do. And also he's like a Trump dude. And I don't like Trump. Yeah. And like still buys into his own psychosis. Like the whole time, like yes. most of the time you're like, Oh wow. Yes. <laughs> but I also like that. He is also kind of the one you most identify with. Yeah. He's like, yeah. he is the, I mean, he is the one that has those big speeches and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's kind of, Seems like he is the, if there is a lead, the lead. Yeah, true. Very much um, so. I also Which, like his, yeah. this is another Euro. He, uh, his, the first time he shows up at like a great character moment in a shirt, he shows up and he has an American flag skull shirt. Yeah. <laughs> and you see that. And this is way before he even puts on the Make America Great Again hat. Mm-hmm. You see him with that shirt and you go. I have a pretty good idea of what kind of dude this guy yeah, is. Tell, yeah. He's like one of those guys. He's one of those yeah. insane guys who wears skull t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. Which was fast. I mean, I think that was a really smart move to like chance that, like to have such a prominent character be just like completely very, like very unlikable, but yes. then, also tie you in where like you understand why he is like this because he literally suffered through horrors of war yeah spoiler alert killed his best like best friend hero whatever yes and then like spiritual advisor like something close to a god to him like this very important person in life which he may want to he may have wanted to examine his relationship with him and maybe unhealthy yes but but also like the whole like 
greater context of like black people being forced into a war when yes. the country is just like treats them like shit. Yes. Like it's which yeah, that's a, there were it, there was so much to this movie that had so much like rich weight to it. Yes. And like sometimes they really nailed it, sometimes they were too over the top with it. Yes. But that character Agreed. I think was a really wild choice and I hadn't seen that ever. And it's so recent it it was interesting to see like a Trump supporting black person because anytime I've seen that in interviews, I'm like, "What? This is real?" And then yes, so it's, it's it always seems fake, but I think he pulls it off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he just seems like a real dude, and mm-hmm. you're never like, "Oh, this is some fake dude." You're like, "Oh no, Delroy's real. This is <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this, this is, is a real, a real guy. person." <laughs> uh, a few more things that I like okay. um, <laughs> when they show. <laughs> <laughs> this is another one of those insane things that Spike Lee does. Um, they show Neil Armstrong, and it says Neil Armstrong, the moon. <laughs> I just, didn't catch that. That's it's crazy. so good. I the mean, moon. it's so ridiculous. Yeah. But I guess it's maybe not. I don't even know if it is ridiculous or not. Like the whole like Spike Lee joint, all of that yeah. thing where like the culture is part of the thing. And it's cool, but also weird. But like, yeah, the moon is it's like it seems yeah. like it's silly, but I I also like it. It's like, well, okay, that's re- insane, but I like it. It's similar to just kind of how I feel about the whole thing. Like in one way, I admire like how far he pushes. Like he's like, no, this is the statement. This is what my stuff's about. Yes, I don't really give a shit if it's over the top or like. Yeah, I'm going to cut to JPEGs of like yes. historical picture. Like, yeah, who gives a shit? Like, yeah. It, yeah. So, in a way, I admire it. And he's doing his own thing. He's not. Yes. And it does break a lot of the rules of like cinema and stuff, which is it's fun to see because yes. it's just like a white world, <laughs> just to be honest. So, it's like, it is nice to see. Yes, uh, absolutely. But. I was kind of talking to well, no, I won't say any more bad things. I'm going to talk about the another euro. Let's talk about some good things. We got plenty of bad things. Yeah, but before I do that, I'm going to go to the kill donkeys. Okay, Chad Ryden has a favorite part. Ooh, and his favorite part is the one-legged kid jumping around with the fireworks. Yeah, crazy scene that I did not <laughs> see coming at all. It is really insane because yeah. you got like this tension from. His name was Paul in the movie yes. where he like kind of got upset at some people who were, who were staring at them, but they were actually like supporters of them. Yes. Which was yeah. Yeah, interesting. But then like this kid comes up and like <laughs> wants a donation or something. And Paul, a couple times in the movie, gets very upset when people won't just like leave him alone. Yes. <laughs> and he gives him some money or they give him some money, I think. Right. Yes. Then, um, what is his name? Uh, Mark <laughs> Peters, Otis, Otis, which I, money, yes, I think he was one other favorite of mine. I, yes. I, I, I don't know what I've seen that guy in, but I really like. I thought he's he on the great. wire. Mm-hmm. Um, he is in John Wick for like thirteen seconds before he gets killed. Yeah, I, oh, I don't remember that. Whoa, that's crazy. Yeah, wow, poor guy. That's pretty cool. <laughs> poor guy. Well, I thought he was great, but yeah, they gave the kids some money, and then he surprises them, and he's like, "Gi, gi," yeah. <laughs> and they all freak out, which is is very darkly funny. <laughs> yes, he shoots off some fireworks, <laughs> and they all have instant PTSD and like yeah. hit the deck because they're afraid they're getting shot. At, yeah, it's which is pretty great. I also recently watched um, Ken Burns' Vietnam, mm-hmm. and it's I mean. 
I had not watched it the first time I watched the uh-huh. Five Bloods, and then I now have, oh. having seen it, like, I don't know, maybe it made it more resonant or something. It's mm. it's interesting that, um, like, the dudes in the bar who are buying yeah. drinks for the Five Bloods, these Vietnamese dudes who, like, were fighting for Ho Chi Minh, mm. it's interesting that, like, the they're all there. I mean, it's if we had a civil war in the U.S. and we did at some point, and, and there were just like both people sitting in the same bar, yeah, it just feels insane to think about. It's like a- you go to visit the country where you were <laughs> shooting people, just sounds it's weird. insane. And also the fact that there is also this crazy mutual respect is. Also, yeah, because like one of the big and they touch on this, one of the big Vietnamese things that they were doing during the war was just trying to convince people that especially black people in the Mm. war that they were they are fighting an unjust war. Yeah, absolutely. They're fighting for a country that doesn't love them. (laughs) They talked about it on the radio. Yeah. uh, What is her name? I don't know. That lady. The lady. Yeah, I like her. Um, yes, she's great. And she um the fact that like now I mean all the people who are fighting him for in the Viet Cong for the Ho Chi Minh mm. were just like I don't know, we've we're all fighting things. We yeah. don't hate you because you're soldiers. We hate you because you're, you know, just in our country trying to kill us. We don't exactly. you know, we don't hate you by yourself as a person. Yeah. Which they can't really say for America, but that's okay. America, <laughs> two thumbs down. <laughs> two thumbs down, which, I mean, this kind of piggybacks off that. Chad also mentioned something he liked, um, where how they opened the film with that Muhammad Ali quote, which I, yes. I did. That was really beautiful. It was, yeah. I think, yeah, to ask, to ask a persecuted group of people yes. to then sacrifice, it is like absolutely insane. And I mean, I've always just, like what is it conscientious objectors like yes. it's like if you should never be in a situation where you're forced to have to go kill people like it just doesn't yes. make any sense. so i was like yeah this is a good way to open this and yeah sets it, the tone i think he also he does a few i mean there's a bunches of like going back and going forth and mm. going way back and yeah. then going to current times <laughs> black lives matter stuff all, mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff and almost all of that works pretty well like, yeah, yeah. It, and he does the th- same thing in Black Klansman. He does it in like a lot of his movies where like there are these moments where he goes, yeah, this is a movie about Malcolm X, but here's some stuff from right now. Yeah. Go, oh, okay, <laughs> cool. Um, that's that's pretty insane thing to do in a movie about Malcolm X, but that's great. I'm glad you did it. Yeah, it works perfectly. Um, okay. Um, a few I, other positive things. Yes. Do you mind? I have, I have okay? a couple euros um, on my list. Drop, as well drop one on me okay 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 go 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 there's a great part where otis is meeting with his long lost love tian yes. and they're having dinner and then um a young woman comes in who very clearly <laughs> seems clearly is mixed yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're like oh that's definitely his daughter it has to be and then otis has a moment where he's just like putting it together and he's like trying to put words to it and yeah. it was just like really fun the way he acted it was hilarious to yes me. Was, like, it's really good i like that moment a lot because it is like a little bit funny but also <laughs> like a little bit emotional like yeah. he he is so good in that moment clark peters mm-hmm. and he takes so much time. I mean, yeah. like 
I admire Spike Lee's patience in this moment, or <laughs> I don't remember who edited it. But yeah. Probably Spike Lee in addition to some other guy. True. Or lady. And, <laughs> um, but, like, the patience of that scene is really nice, because it's yeah. like, he's just gathering his thoughts mm-hmm. for a pretty long time. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like, uh, um, yeah, is, I... uh, <laughs> could she maybe... Be my daughter. daughter. <laughs> he does real slow mo, and I like it. Yeah, okay, it's great. I'm gonna drop one more positive thing. I have two more. Okay, then I'll drop two more positive things. Uh, one, um, and this they don't do this much, mm-hmm. and which is probably makes sense because this is a movie about for black soldiers going back to Vietnam. But there's this one moment where they kind of focus for a brief moment on the Vietnamese soldiers Mm. and where um, we are with the soldiers back in Vietnam days and um, Vietnam war days, not in current Vietnam days. (laughs) And um, they are sneaking up on some unsuspecting uh, Viet Cong soldiers. And one of them is talking about how his wife uh, left him this scarf. He found this scarf yeah. in his bag, and inside of it there was this poem. And he he's like, oh, I think I can remember it. And he's reciting kind of this sweet poem, yeah. and all of his friends are like, Wow, I wish my lady would uh, do a poem oh. for me. And and there's like this really, uh, I mean, it is kind of insidious the way it is done because it's such a sweet moment. Yeah, and like all of. Even though they're not, they're not really showing this poem. They're not showing this scarf. But like mm-hmm. those bits of business are really kind of moving and sweet. And you go, Absolutely. oh, that's nice that he had this scarf. And there's a poem in there. <laughs> yeah. and it's so sweet. And then they just get blown the fuck up. Instantly, like then, yeah. the, then the five bloods shoot them up, which and kill them. Yeah, which I mean is a great way to like show that duality of like wars yeah. it's like these are all real people oh and, yeah. yeah it's 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 brutal like no I, I mean it was tough like i don't know i've never been a super big like war movie person per se war. but there there are I, there are some good ones but i think like maybe just because mainly because i'm not a fan of the, just the idea of war Why like not? fictionalized but yeah there's that awesome doesn't sit right don't like war? <laughs> which part all parts. Oh, okay. But, and, you know, I love the brotherhood, you know, brings people together. <laughs> um, no, but I don't know. I was just sitting there just like, man, war is just so stupid. I was <laughs> like, this is so dumb. It is really, really stupid. Yeah. And it's just, it's just brutal for everybody and has such bad lasting effects. Anyways, we all know this. I'm not, no one's listening going, I never thought about it that way. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it is. Maybe there's someone. There was a time when I was maybe 13 and I was like, I don't know about war. I don't even understand it. And if I was listening to this, mm-hmm. I'd be like, wait a minute. Are you telling me war is bad? War? Who? Yeah. What is it good for? Exactly. <laughs> we, sh- we should not... T- Stop talking about the five bloods, but for a brief moment, <laughs> I need to shout out yes. the the tambourine in Edwin Starr's War. Once you're done listening to this episode, <laughs> head over to your favorite uh, streaming app and listen yeah. to, listen to Edwin Starr's War and listen for the tambourine. 
Yeah. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> Some of the best tambourine ever. There's ever. like weird tambourine rolls. Yeah, there's it's amazing. It's so good. I'm a big fan of that. And speaking of big fans, Chad Ryden said he was a big fan of war up until now. So we actually have changed one person's mind. And it's all worth it just to change. Uh, If I can change one person's life in any way. (laughs) (laughs) Even in a negative way. Even in a negative way, which we are about to get to in our low main section, but I've got two more okay. heroes I'm going to do real fast. Okay. There's, I think Otis says it. I don't even remember why he says it, but he yeah. just goes, ain't that some doo-doo? <laughs> that was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's good. That's really good. That's also, wonderful. Otis kind of reminded me of my dad the whole time, so it was like this weird, I maybe had this weird connection with him. Anyway, um, there's also the the part where they have to pull David, who's Paul's son, off the mine. Which yes. Is like so intense because their friend had just gotten blown up, and you're like, "Yes, holy shit!" This movie's like going for it. So I was like, "Please don't kill him." Yes. <laughs> and luckily they don't, but it was just so intense. Like, and Damn. the speaking of mines, one final uh, one final euro, and then we're talking <laughs> negative. Um, I like the way the mine is deployed mm-hmm. because. They're talking about mines. You know mines are there. Yes, There's like this scene with this French lady where they're talking about mines. So you know mines <laughs> are going to come up. Mm-hmm. It's like Chekhov's mine. And um, there's uh, the guy played by Isaiah Whitlock, mm-hmm. uh, Melvin. He's got Melvin. a metal detector. And they're like looking for gold. And the whole time he has that metal yeah. detector, I'm thinking, this motherfucker is going to blow up. I really thought, yeah. Because he keeps going up to new metal things and going, oh, here it is. Here it is. And people keep just like jamming spades into the ground. <laughs> and they're like, oh, God. And so it's like probably 50 times of that where yeah. at some point you are desensitized to it. You're like, OK, I guess okay. there's no mines. <laughs> and and then um, their friend Eddie, Eddie, um, <laughs> he gets blown the fuck up. Yeah, he's like angrily yelling about like what they're gonna do i don't know yeah. i don't even remember like He's yelling about reparations and yeah. stuff <laughs> and then just and then he gets blown, blown the fuck up and it is brutal like i was not expecting them to show it I was oh like, yeah holy crap yeah That's- and it's cool <laughs> old school effects they yeah. got him he's just buried in the ground and they attach some rubber to his arms and his chest and it's shooting out blood and he looks fucked up (laughs) awesome it's like oh good yes bury him in the ground put some goo on him it it. works you see an actor walk up to him yeah (laughs) and hold his head and you go wow that's a real person in physical space it's terrifying oh it's rough i am gonna confess Something to um, just to to interrupt you completely. No, um, I was essentially done. <laughs> I know that's right. Um, mm-hmm. No, <laughs> um, I fully cheated while during the metal detector because I had on. I was w- w- listening through headphones, and I was like so worried about a sudden explosion. I was like, well, uh, and I pressed up on the Netflix thing and like went over a few frames just to see if he blew up and he did it. So I was like, okay, he's safe. Wow. Little did I know <laughs> the other guy was kind of that poor bastard. <laughs> yeah. Like, he was oh, rich shit. and then he was poor. Then he was dead. And then he was dead. That's how it works for all of us. But his Get family ready. got two million dollars. That's not bad. Hey, yeah. They're great. They're doing great. Low mains. Let's hit it. Let's you, 
Talk about our low main, low man of this film, The Five Bloods. I'll go first. Yeah, you should go first. <laughs> this is a long ass movie. So long. It's a really long movie. Stupid. And long. I quite like it. <laughs> There's so much shit in this movie that I really, really like and sometimes love. Yeah. There's really powerful shit all over, but it is long. It's a long fucking movie. <laughs> Very much. So. And it I mean two and a half hours is not that long. I mean almost every movie now because of Marvel is two and a half hours. Yeah. <laughs> but it is um I mean maybe in some ways self-consciously long. Yeah. Because it is about a journey, because it is kind of a True. traveling through time epic where you yeah. see them as young and you see them as old and you see the journey and there is a physical and emotional journey. Mm-hmm. So, and also, you know, the framing of different parts is meant to evoke kind of classic epics and yeah. all of that. So I, it may even be totally self-conscious <laughs> that it feels long, but it's long. Yeah, very. <laughs> it's just a long fucking movie. It's unavoidable, and it at times you're like, I get that. I think some movies nail it where you're like, oh my gosh, the weight of this, the feeling of this, like it is a part of it. Yes, but some of this did just feel like, all right, this is kind of going on too long, and especially yeah. like there was like the big climax at the the ruins or whatever. Yes, and you're like, oh thank goodness, what a relief, and then. Cut to David reading the letter from his dad, and then you get a flashback. You're like, "This is just too much." Like, yeah. we need to. There need to have been some more editing, I think. Yeah, because to me, I was just kind of like I remember pausing it at one point, and going, "There's still 40 minutes." Like, I just couldn't believe it. I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." So that is definitely on the list for me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I kind of like the postscript uh, of like Delroy talking to the camera again. I always want more Delroy, (laughs) but maybe just get rid of some of the ruins scene or just something where they could have gotten rid of this because I love the first time Delroy's talking to the camera, like the big, like spiraling speech. But then he gets on a second one later and you're like, we don't need to cut to this. Yes, I get that. that, that Then he has that epiphany with his ghost friend, but it's just like, yes. It was just, a, I was like, oh, he's still doing that. Like, <laughs> or even if those are just linked. Yeah, true. I mean, if those are the same scene. True. That worked. And I like the epiphany scene. And yeah. also the way it's put together is really good. Because, like, you go into this magical world and you true. don't even realize it. Like, they're showing Delroy. He's still doing his speech, which is, <laughs> why is he still doing it? But yeah. <laughs> he's still doing his speech. And they kind of, uh, they kind of pan up. Mm-hmm. And then they go back around and you see Storm and Norman. Yeah. And in, in this kind of golden light and you go, oh, Uh-oh. fuck. He is fully snapped. Yeah, he has. Fully he's fully but in snapped. a good way now. Oh, yeah. And in this case, a good way. He's gone completely insane, but it's not in a bad way because yeah. Storm and Norman forgives him. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I just put this together because I love that. The the hard cut to oh he's actually digging his own grave yes to be murdered and I love it's kind of a foil to the if that's even how I'm using it right but like a foil to the earlier scene we talked about with the Vietnamese soldiers like just like 
talking and then they get all like brutally murdered yes. by soldiers because then he's like singing about Jesus and stuff. Oh. They just blow him away. You're like, holy shit. It's so rough. <laughs> yeah, like, damn. I mean, Delroy is the star of the show. Yeah. He's so good. Mm-hmm. His his work in this moment with Storm and Norman is so fucking amazing mm-hmm. because unlike most people who cry in movies, he like breaks down like when you see a real when you are really really sad yeah. and you let it all go and yes. you look fucking ridiculous mm-hmm. and you're like just kind of like yeah. heaving and weeping absolutely like you're like oh shit this motherfucker is sad yeah he, this guy is sad as hell yeah you feel it but sure. we got to talk about more negative things what are the other oh. negative things michael Okay, I mean, I kind of brought it up like a bit too heavy-handed, that kind of yes. stuff. But I, yeah, like I, I really struggled with like the like name dropping of like the figures. I get, I yes. really get it, but like it just doesn't feel real. Like yes. I've never been around people being like, and it's like when Christmas at it. Like it's just like no one is doing this. I'm so, like this is too too much for me. Yes. But I again, I totally get it. And I, like, it's weird in those spots because I admire them more than I like them. Yeah. Like, there's something cool about the fact that he's like, well, I want a little history. I'm going to throw a True. little history lesson inside of this <laughs> movie. Yeah. If you don't know this history bit, here, here it is. is. And here's a picture of him. And here's Isn't a that picture. Fun? With some um, text. <laughs> but it also kind of is like, what the it, fuck is this shit? <laughs> yeah, it feels, it feels, I don't know. I, I, I think maybe because I work in like YouTube stuff, it feels too like, now we're cutting to a picture with some text on it, like a YouTube video. It just ah. feels, it takes me out of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like uh, a silence did it too, where like at one point they randomly cut to like a picture of Jesus and it's like yes. black on all. So I was like, what the fuck? Like it just like throws me completely out of the movie, yeah. <laughs> like stuff like that. But I don't know. I do admire it too. I kind of like what I was saying earlier. Just like he does, just go for it. He's like, this yes. is what I'm I mean, he's he's definitely doing things that I don't see in other movies. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's there. I don't think there's any other movie I've seen where somebody just like mentions a historical figure <laughs> yeah. and then they show a picture of him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, all right, that's it's a crazy thing to do. <laughs> and and I think it works. 50% of the time. Yeah, there you go. I mean, <laughs> and if this movie was, you know, considerably shorter, there'd have been less time to. That's true. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, the, the, the times when it doesn't work, like the Christmas addicts one is yeah. like, it was fucking weird. And also like a very, very odd time to do it. Like yeah. you guys just found a bunch of gold. And yeah. then you go, ah, this reminds me of history. <laughs> Whereas if I found what is clearly millions of dollars, even in 1969, mm-hmm. uh, I would go, yippee. And I would just start yelling yes. and go, yeah, yeah, yeah. More money, yeah. money, 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 money. Yeah. go, ah, this reminds me of back in 1642 oh, yes. when... When brother blah blah, which at that time I get it was like way more pre- like everything is was so aggressively yes. isolated, and like I totally get that. I'm sure everybody was super passionate, yeah, about that. And like it just I don't know, I don't know. It just was weird. Like yeah, like you're saying, the timing, the setting feels weird. weird. <laughs> Go into it. But the other side of that coin is like 
the Muhammad Ali thing is sort of the same thing. True. But that thing fucking works great. Well, it's like one thing to open a movie. Like, I'm totally fine with because it's like a, it's, it's in a montage of like old footage. Yes. Like, it felt wor- like earned to be there. Like, we're setting sure. up this idea. It just was weird to sprinkle it. Like, I would much prefer them cut to clips of like, like clips like that interview or something mm-hmm. throughout, or like, I don't know, things that felt like embedded in that time rather mm-hmm. than just like, here's a picture. It just, it just felt. It is weird. weird. I don't know. Anyway, oh, another. Man. This is dangerous. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Martin Luther King Jr. thing at the end. Mm-hmm. It feels kind of weird to me just because it is the very end. Yeah. And it, in a movie that is, I guess, pretty negative in general, <laughs> to end with that where it is like, hey, here's Martin Luther King Jr. talking about how there is no America for me, but yeah. I'm going to try to find an America for me which is a hopeful thing. And then they cut to, he was killed one year later and that's the end of the movie. Yeah. Is a lot. Well, I'll tell you what, Sean, it is awful, but it is also just like the reality. Sure. (laughs) No, I totally agree with that. I, I think the, maybe the thing that is weird to me about it is like how rough it is. I mean, I guess there's so much shit in this movie that is really rough. But it's just like weird to go, hey, here's this slightly helpful statement. And he was killed one year later. And you go, oh, I I audibly was like, oh, what? Yeah, Yeah, it's fucking brutal. You just go, oh, shit. Wow. I mean, it it scrolls and then, well, thanks for coming to Five Bloods. Uh, The exit is right behind you. Racism is alive and well. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, imagine seeing this in a theater, walking yeah. out of the theater, just going, oh, fuck. Yeah, I wouldn't. I feel like every white person would be very uncomfortable, and mm-hmm. I would love that. That would be like, relish. <laughs> <laughs> it's like seeing Get Out. It's like, yes, yes. finally. You all feel it. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It, it was like I wrote down in my notes. I was like, "This is an incredibly depressing movie. Like, just so sad. <laughs> it's like so sad." Wild. So that I mean, which the situation in real life is very sad. Yeah. So it fits. But okay, here's another low main. This Ooh, is just a it. little, and this is probably just more me because I've never really been like hyper hyper masculine. Oh, bro, blah blah blah. <laughs> but like, I just like really got bummed out by some of the like holding out the fists like mm. come on you gotta bump it like it's just like this is just you gotta kind of dumb. this just feels really dumb to me but i get it if that's what you do to show you yeah that doesn't bother me too much um maybe just because it is like uh there there's something cool at least one of the times they do it where i like it they do do a lot of long fist bumps, <laughs> so maybe it's an over overdose on fist bumps. Yeah. But um, the one part where it works for me is they're on this boat, and mm-hmm. Elroy has had an extreme panic attack with a guy who's trying to sell him a chicken, yeah. and then wild. yells, "You killed my father and mother!" and and Delroy cannot handle that. that and um, they then when they do the fist bump, it is like this is the only way to defuse this situation. Because yeah. half of this group is about to kill the other half. <laughs> yeah. And we might kill just a random guy in a boat near us. Yeah. So I like it in that part, but there is a lot of fist bumping. Yeah, it's a lot. 
but that's okay. That was an intense scene. Ooh, and it yeah. was like the first insight into his Delroy's character of like how broken he was because he just like breaks into like I see ghosts. Like I was like, whoa, this is intense. I see ghosts. Yeah. Even to then I was like, God, I just hate this character. But yeah. which is good. Good use of that. He got you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's one of the really lovable things about this movie is like what a dirty trick <laughs> is to have like the the worst possible character, a guy who's just like an asshole and a bit deadbeat dad and like a sh- piece of shit. And you're like, ah, shit, I like him too. Yeah, I also. God, well, damn it. <laughs> like sweet moments like where he finally opens up to his son and he's just like, you know, I love you. Like there's yeah. a sweet stuff. You're like, oh, that was a lot. You fucker. Good stuff. And everybody, for the most part, did really good. Like no one sticks out as like, uh, you kind of ruined this. So. Yeah, I don't know. I thought everybody did pretty good. Yeah, and over like it, it's it's weird. It's not like bad. I just think parts of it were hokey or cheesy. Yes, I talked to my friend Kelsey about this about like when directors get older. She was saying like some of their work kind of seems like too sentimental or like yes something about it, or they get maybe more detached or something. They just don't realize. I don't know. I think I, maybe I it may honestly be the exact opposite. Oh, oh, I think I mean, I think cynicism is like a young man's game. True. I think at some point, especially about something like this, like so much weight, like I think he was just like, I can get as fucking uh, (laughs) sentimental as I want to, because this is the fucking Vietnam War. This is black guys in the Vietnam (laughs) War. So I'm going to just go crazy with the sentimentality and i think it's tough especially because we are not used to that yeah i mean we are so not used to uh sentimental stuff like there i mean there's there's plenty of like kids movies that are sentimental but there aren't that many movies with a bunch of adult characters (laughs) that are kind of nakedly sentimental like this yeah and it's a fucking bold move. I mean, yeah. Once again, as with so many things in this movies, in this movie, sometimes it works great and sometimes it doesn't work that great. But at least they tried it. Oh, <laughs> I just like the fact that he tried it. Yeah, I, I, I do see that. Like we're in such a weird, cold, distant time. Yes. Where, like anything. I know so many people who like they're just so like detached and like. Yes. Try, I don't know if it's like trying to be cool to yes. just be a cruel asshole. <laughs> it's like, yes. no, it's okay to feel things and yeah. be a real person. <laughs> I mean, it also is, I don't know. It. Uh, I just like, <laughs> I like this sort of thing. Now, do will I watch this movie again anytime soon? Probably not, because it's yeah, long and it's, it's fucking so depressing <laughs> as hell. It's incredibly depressing. It's very taxing. Brutal in many ways. Like yes, which... I kind of, I mean, I did love when it like escalated, like that first like really intense action scene yes. where they get like basically like cornered by these Vietnamese soldiers. Yeah. I don't know if they're soldiers, but they have guns, yeah. and they're like, "We're taking your gold, basically." Yeah, and it just like gets insane, like a full on shootout. And yeah. I love like David the son like tackles one dude, yeah, and then he gets like shot in the leg, and I love Paul just instantly grabs the guy's gun, lifts it up there and just stabs him to death. Yes. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's cool that we've talked about how many cool things there are, yeah. but 
the <laughs> it is cool that they are so skilled. Yeah. The fact that they are all just really good soldiers. Like there's a part at the end where Isaiah Whitlock has an AK-47 and he's shooting people and he's just going prep, 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 killing people. He's, he's not like shooting off a bunch of bullets. He's like just he was a trained soldier and he still got it somehow. And he just goes prep, 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 prep. Yeah. He's killing people uh, just a few shots and that's all he needs. Yeah, and that's sort of like we're all badasses. We are, we are still there's the remnants of our badassery and we're still yeah. badasses. It's cool. And it's beautiful because they all like they just all play as like really like just actual people. Like yeah. they they don't feel like actors like heightening what it is to be like a soldier. It's just like, yeah. no, I'm just a real human. Yeah. And like but then to see them like fall back into those roles is very interesting. Mm-hmm. And my I didn't mention this, but this is my all time hero of the whole picture. Whoa, are you are you doing a snake attack of yeah, a I, last minute hero? Yeah, we slurped up the last noodle, and I went, you know what? I got another euro. <laughs> one more noodle, baby. <laughs> a euro-shaped noodle. Um, it is when they're they're tricking them. So, like, um, they're at the ruins, and Otis has the bag, and yeah. then the Vietnamese guy, like, dumps all the rocks out. Yes. And he's like, you, you, whatever. Like, you tricked us. And then as soon as he pulls the bag down, Otis just, like, instantly shoots him. In yeah. the, and it's just, like, it's so, you're just, like, I almost did the Aquaman thing. So badass. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, whoa. And yeah. you like already hate that guy because how brutally they killed Paul. So you're like, yeah. You know, it happens. <laughs> hey, sometimes you have to, sometimes you have to kill people uh, in self-defense. And sometimes you have to head over to our Twitter uh, at Food Court Cast, you have to follow us. You have to tweet at us. You have to retweet everything we do. Uh, you have to go. You must. You're required to go over to Instagram and follow yeah. us at Food Court Movie Podcast. You are also this is these are all requirements. They must be done within 24 hours. You have to <laughs> go over to your favorite podcast app and write us a wonderful review. Give us five stars. Yeah. Tell all of your friends, and you have to go to the poll. Each mm. almost every week we do a poll. Uh, it's going to be over on our Twitter, and it's we're going to figure out what we're going to watch next week. Uh, I have a few guesses, uh-huh. but I won't. I won't reveal them on the show. So you must go over to yes. at Food Courtcast on Twitter and uh-huh. vote. Also, I don't know if I was just inspired by the amazing black performances you in were. this movie, but there was a a like a. Oh, you you like black movies? Here's another black movie. Like it was suggested to me in Netflix. I was like, oh, that's weird. But it has um, it's about like a jazz singer. It's got like Viola Davis and it's got Chadwick Boseman. Oh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Yeah, and I was like, play. this could be really cheesy and bad, or it could be really good. So I at some point that could be a nice. One. Okay, <laughs> we'll put it on the list. Put it on the list, <laughs> Michael. I want to, uh, as always, I want to thank you so much for, for being on. You've been, it's been such a pleasure doing this show with you. Oh, it was great. Uh, and I want to say to the people listening, thank you for listening and or watching. And so I want to say for all the people and for everyone on Earth, I want to say, <laughs> bon appetit. Ain't that some doo-doo.